Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. All right. So I'm going to send y'all off to find a pillow or a blanket, something soft that you can use. So, uh, yeah. John, you inspired this with your pillow for it last week. I've been thinking about it ever since. Um, John's going to come in one day and teach us how to build pillow forts. That will be the most therapeutic thing we ever do. Uh, until then, you can see where I have this set up here. I have a blanket roll, and then I have a, a block. And this is what we're going for. Blanket roll underneath shoulder blades. Block underneath your head on any side. And the blanket roll can be just as, as thick of a roll. Or if you have a pillow, you could double the pillow over. Just trying to get a lift of your rib cage and uh, just ease in the back of your neck and your body is at a slight upward angle which is going to allow you ease of breath and kind of think of this as you know, like recline like, like one of those seats in a plane that reclines all the way the, the cushy luxury ones we're just just upright enough to stay awake and then soles of the feet to the floor or legs out long or Supta Find what works for your hips and your low back there. Everything just feeling really at ease is what we're going for. The arms can extend out to the sides, uh, something like scarecrow style, but more below the shoulders so that you've got of ease around the top of the shoulders and the front. And then shoulder blades heavy down around the blanket. And here you have a few moments to take in your experience. To be aware of what's going on around you. And with this, just of benevolent gaze. Right? So there's sounds, there may be action around you, there may be things that come up as we're here that uh, seem to be distractions from what we're doing, but are really just part of it. And we're learning to be and to be at ease with, with all of it, to experience everything From this place of our own goodness, right? That the experience is good because we are resting here in our own goodness and the goodness of this breath in right? and this breath out. Just let your breath be part of this experience. You don't have to control it, modify it in any way. It's there and it's the most central thing you have going on. And as we're here, and I brought a reading for you today. This is probably going to be our book of the month. And, uh, you can just let the words move over you or through you 
The book is uh, The Creative Act, A Way of Being by Rick Rubin. And this chapter is called Nothing is Static. The world is always changing. You can engage in the same awareness practice five days in a row in the same location and have a unique experience each time. Different sounds and different smells may be present. No two gusts of wind feel quite the same. The tone and quality of sunlight changes from minute to minute and day to day. Within the richness of nature, the variations are easily noticeable. Some are shouts, others whispers. Even if an element seems static, whether a work of art in a museum or an everyday object in the kitchen, when we look at it deeply, we can see a newness. We recognize aspects unnoticed before Reread the same book over and over, and we'll likely find new themes, undercurrents, details, and connections. You can't step into the same stream twice because it's always flowing. Everything is. No matter how often we practice paying attention, there will always be something new to notice. It's up to us to find it. Likewise, we are always changing, growing, evolving. We learn and forget things. We move through different moods, thoughts, and unconscious processes. The cells in our body die and regenerate. No one is the same person all day long. Even if the world outside were to remain static, the information we took in would still be ever-changing. And so too would the work we bring forth. The person who makes something today isn't the same person who returns to work tomorrow. Your next breath in, just take it all the way to the top. Go until you're pretty sure you're full, slow and steady. Then sip more breath in until you know you're full. Open your mouth and let that out. The very end with no hurry, let your lips fall gently closed. Next breath in with no hurry, it is gonna come. There's no need to pull. All the way to the top. Then a bit more until you know now that it's full. 
Then open your mouth, let it go. Uh, two more rounds like that. Notice what you notice as you breathe. Back to natural breathing that you follow. Start to wiggle your fingers and draw your arms in. Press up to elbows and slide the blanket out of the way. Take the block that was under your head. You're going to place it along your spine between your shoulder blades and trade the blanket underneath your head. You can have the block on its low side, the face. You could also turn it onto its medium side, the edge. I, those two options, either one. Arms out to the side. Let's go uh, cactus or W-like shape. Right, even just gently bend elbows out like wings. And steady breath in and out. And the same the physiological side breath that we had before. And breath in and slow, steady, smooth all the way to the top. Little bit more in. And then all the way out through your mouth. And the exhale is longer than the two inhales combined. The first bit of that inhale coming back in. You go till you really do think that you are all the way full. Next little bit that you can take in. And then the opening the mouth, letting that go slow and steady. There's plenty of time for it to get out. You want to make a little sigh sound? You totally can. Two more like that. When you take that first inhale, Really think that it's all the way in. That next little inhale might be short. And then the exhale is long and slow. Seamless. You get to the bottom. You're empty. You're sure you're empty. And then one more. So ujjayi breath from here. So in and out through your nose. Use the muscles of your throat. And you're looking for steadiness and consistency. Although as we move through different postures, different kind of iterations of vinyasa, this breath pattern will change. The 
way we shape our body or move our arms. Going to change up how much breath we can take in and get out. But here, there's a steadiness in this particular setup. And then really simple movement. And take your arms up toward the ceiling as you breathe in, reach. Lift your shoulder blades up and away from the block. And then as you exhale, you're going to pull the elbows down out to the sides like you're going toward a goalpost action and squeeze the shoulder blades in, hug onto the block. And then inhale, give the arms back up. And you exhale, pull elbows out to the side, squeeze them in. Draw your abdominals in. And then inhale, take that back up. Three more rounds. You breathe out, pull down, squeeze in. So give yourself a little massage of, of shoulder blades to block. A little pressure point work there. And then a big reach, shoulder blades lift off the block each time. Next time you reach up, stay there. The shoulder blades are lifted. You're really pressing them high. Wrap the arms around. Hands to opposite shoulder blades. Stay here. So the energy of a hug. Breathe in and breathe out. Notice where you feel your breath. There's going to change as we move and, and change the positioning of arms and shoulders. On an inhale, slowly dissolve that. Let that unwind. Let the arms float back up. Really just be drawn toward the ceiling. And then other arm on top, other arm underneath. Wrap into the hug. Breathe here. End of your next exhale, be sure that breath is all out and then dissolve it. Inhale, let the arms reach up. As you exhale, you're going to take your arms back toward the wall behind you. They don't have to get to any certain point. We don't want them below the eyes. Once they get to where they're getting, press your fingertips toward the back wall. Really take the shoulder blades toward your ears. And then exhale, we're going to pull down into a cactus arm that's hovering over the floor. Then inhale, take that back reach. And then exhale again, pulling toward the cactus or the W shape hovering over the floor. And then one more. Reach back, reach long, shoulders come up around the ears and then pull down and long. Breath all the way up. And take the arms back toward the back wall and lace your fingers, press your knuckles toward the back wall, arms staying eye level or above. 
press through the pinky finger knuckle, elongating side body breath in. Stay breath out. One more. Breath out, slow release of your arms, bring them down at your sides. We're going to slowly curl up chin to chest, slide the block out of the way. You can keep the blanket under your head if you like it there. You're going to lie back down and just feel your upper back on the floor. Just after being on the block for a little bit, different tactile experience of your mat. What's the texture? What's the temperature? What are you noticing? They're all interesting things. Breath in. Breath out. Next breath in, slowly bring your knees in toward your chest. So we'll take the exhale to hug the knees closely in and the inhale to let them rock gently away. So it's real small motion, doesn't feel like much of anything unless you're really paying attention to your low back and then it does. Curling in, abdominal action there, slow release. Keep your feet lightly flexed, keep your heels in line with their own sitting bone. Uh, notice any tendency of your feet to move towards center or to cross. Totally fine, bring them back in that parallel. Just take two more rounds. And then float the knees back toward the line of your hips, arms out to the sides, belly twisting pose. You can leave the block with the blanket under your head as you like. You can also leave the block out of the uh, belly twisting pose. This can be just nice. Uh, those of you who zoomed in, we decided before you zoomed in that this was going to be a really nice restorative practice. So uh, if you need to go hard, you could, you do you. But otherwise, be restored. Which doesn't mean it's not a strong practice. The practice of attention and awareness is always challenging. One more round through. And we'll bring it back into a center line and cross the right ankle outside the left thigh. Left thigh hugging the right shin in. Take that over to the left, a little rock to the side. Back to center and then over to the right. And back to center. Then we're just going to do the opposite. Undo the legs, do the other side. Cross left ankle outside right knee. And legs over to the right. And center. And over to the left. And center. Do that again, unwind, make big circles if you like those. 
right ankle outside left, hug them in, over to the left, and center, and right. You take your time, you go your breath pace, make it back to center, and then do the other side. Untangle that, big circles if you like them. Tangle up the other side, I guess. Side to side. Undo it back at center. Bring knees into chest. And then soles of your feet to the mat. Slide the blanket out from underneath your head if it's there. Uh, we're going to take a flowing bridge. Start with just the uh, pressure of your feet down and lift the hips up. They're going to come to where they obviously will, will stop. The most obvious point, perfect. Slowly come down. So we're not going to push higher. Not at this point. Right. You can also add the arms. And the arms, they go all the way toward that reach toward the back wall. And then they kind of coordinate with the legs here so that they come to the legs and then arms and legs descend together. So this is a lot of awareness. The arms and legs come up together. The legs will stop. The most obvious point, the arms continue to extend back. Then the arms come in, arms and legs working together to lower the hips. And, uh, take three more rounds. You get to the hips lifted. Arms extended at the top of the inhale. And then everything coming back lands on the end of the exhale. The hips and arms move together. The arms continue to go. And then you remember to move the arms first. They come to hip level and the hips come down. One more like that. Breathe in. Lower, slow, really nice. Land. We're going to walk the feet to mat distance apart and let your knees move side to side in windshield wiper. And so it's going to be pretty important that the feet be wide for the, uh, the next couple of steps. That being said, if you prefer to keep the knees real close in and just do this, just do this. Otherwise, this tempo that you're working. We're just going to change it up. So the knees coming over to the right. You're going to pause there and breathe in. Then exhale, move the knees back across over to the left. Inhale, stay here, breathe all the way in. And then breathe out, knees back across. Breathe in. And back to center slowly. So this tempo of stopping at the side, right, this may be all you need for this. Or back across to the right this time. And in that pause, you roll to your right shoulder and press up to your hands into deer pose. Then when you exhale, bend your right elbow, tuck the shoulder under, back through center. And we're rolling onto the left, coming up to deer pose. 
Good. And you tuck and roll. Knees over to the right. Up to the hands. Maybe each time you get a little more length as you get more comfortable with this. The tuck and roll, right? That helps to make sure that your shoulder stays healthy. Also that you stay at the center of your mat. If you don't tuck and roll, you might end up uh, kind of weebling side to side, which won't be a problem. But you probably want to keep your back on your mat as you do this. Breathe in, get long through your front body from navel to sternum. Again, if you're just keeping it with the uh, pause, for sure do that. Stay, breathe in, take your time. Rolling up into the deer. Then if you want to slide the left arm forward, keep the right elbow down. A little more action there. You roll, you keep the left elbow down as you extend the right arm. All of this totally optional. Stay with your breath. Make a vinyasa. Continue to do the tuck and roll. Stay with breath pace. One more round through each. The tendency will be to get faster and not quite get into it as much. Resist that. Go slower. Get into it more. Make our way back to center when we're done. You can be done when you're done and take your time. Definitely uh, feel it out all the way. When we're back at center, soles of the feet to the floor, align your spine, hips, rib cage, back of head. So everything feels well grounded. Those heavy bits of the spine, the sacrum, ribs, head, and then the lighter bits, the lumbar spine, the neck, all one line down center. Keep your hips as they are. You're going to bring your knees in, no hands with this one, knees in and then out wide. So you have happy baby shape going on in the legs. You'll catch hold of wherever you can easily catch. And hips stay heavy. You can, if you want, just slow rock across them. I mean, you can always, I mean, like I say, <laughs> if you'd like, you rock across your hips, but keep the sacrum moving across the mat so that you're not lifting the hips at all. There's rocking side to side. One more round through here. And then we'll slow release, knees in toward the chest. Nose to knees, we'll curl up, rock up to seated. And uh, right leg in front of the left, we're gonna lift up and half bow, fingertips to the mat, and just get your rib cage moving side to side. So as you go, feel what you feel, identify you know, what the most prominent sensations are. So here, really mostly about the low back and the, the muscles that hike the hips or allow the rib cage to do this, which is not 
usually our everyday action, but if you're doing a lot of 90s hip hop dancing, maybe. The secret to a happy life might be doing a lot of 90s hip hop dancing. Um, at least it looks like it from the outside. Come on back to a center line. Use your fingertips to pull back as you draw your heart forward. And then we'll bow. Right and you may want to sit on your blanket at this point. You might want to use blocks underneath your hands or your forehead. You choose your breath in and breath out. On an inhale, draw your heart forward, come up to seated. We're going to take the hands out of this. You can totally do this one. This one's easy without the hands. Just soles of the feet together, Bhattakanasana. Then use your hands to, to bow over that. But draw your heart forward then like it was cow pose. And round your back arch like cat. And we'll go again. Breathe in, our forward spine in, shoulder blades down towards your hips. And then as you round, chin in, let the shoulder blades go far apart. And one more here. And inhale, draw your heart forward and Come up to sit. We're going to lean out of it a little bit. Cross the left over the right. Lift and fingertips down. Get your rib cage moving side to side. So we're just going to about halfway and the side to side action. All of these little uh, flows here, just coaxing our body and mind into this like state where nothing's abrupt. Everything is flow. And there's ease to it, but it's not easy to stay in that. It is pretty pleasant to stay in that. And if you're feeling anywhere in your low back that needs extra attention, you're always welcome to stay in that spot and send breath in that same flow rhythm. And to making your way back to center, we'll use fingertips to help draw heart forward and then bow. Again, if you want to sit on a blanket or uh, use a prop in any way, go for it. Next inhale, I'm going to undo this, draw your heart forward, come up. And we're going to go without hands to just set the feet up into about uh, hip distance. Lift your spine in, good. Then catch the hamstrings and round off of that. You might lace your fingers, depending on arm length and other stuff. 
Let your chin tuck in. Back rounds. The upper back is spreading out. Your breath there. Two more rounds of breath. And then on an inhale, again, rise up, seated. We're going to twist. Take your right hand behind you and your left arm up like you have a burning question and desire to get it answered. But I don't know the answer. So what we're going to do is bring the elbow across and a twist here with the left elbow to right leg, right leg pressing out into the arm. Right hand back here. You might need to move it around a little bit to give yourself room for a twist. Anchor your feet down, lift your chest up, breathe. Undo it slowly, come back to center. Pause here, lift again, lift tall. And then uh, left hand behind you, right arm goes up. That burning question, the, uh, the kids in your class raise their hand like this, right, Joe? <laughs> and then slowly down and across. <laughs> Spine in, heart up. And then left leg out into the arm. So that's something that you kind of have to stay with. The arm will bully the leg over, right? Unless the leg stays really firm, right? And that leg outward is really what's going to drive the twist. And uh, when you do get that, you get the feeling of being kind of like just wrung out here. It's like yeah, the uh, all the pollens is out. Would that be nice? Just like focus on that. Undo you slowly, come back to center. Sit tall, but cross your feet at the ankles. Come around to hands and knees, and then down dog. We're arriving down dog after a pretty good long prelude to this, right? Which we don't usually have. So, what do you notice? What do you notice to like the physical qualities of this? What do you notice in the kind of emotional tone, your mental state? You don't have to have any comparison to other down dogs, but we're here in a different frame than we might usually be. Breath in. Breath all the way out. And look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop up there. Take your time into a rag doll with the feet pretty wide apart, pretty like mat distance apart, arms to your legs. Let your head drop and let your arms get between the rib cage and the thigh. So they're really supportive there. And we're going to sit back about halfway down, like parallel the floor with your thighs. Draw your heart forward, spine in like a half lift. Good to the back of your neck there. Look straight at the floor. Then exhale, bow. And we'll go again about halfway. Heart forward, spine in. And then bow. Press your feet down, spread your toes. 
Again, sit your hips back. Part forward. And bow. Sit back this time. Let your heels drift in. Sit your hips way down low, hands to heart center. You could sit on a block for sure. Malasana. Breathe here, lift your chest. And we'll drop chin toward chest, so heart toward the face, face toward the heart. And side to side action of the head. Then back at center, chin toward your chest, chest toward your chin. We'll release hands to the mat, lift hips, walk your feet together. Press your feet down, spread your toes, see them spread. Press into your feet, come up to standing, feel the footprints, the squeeze of your legs, the lift of your abdominals, the narrowing in of your waist, the broadening of your collarbones. Then hands to heart center. Heart coming up to meet the thumbs. Yeah. A moment to be standing upright. Be aware of your own space. Of how you've arranged yourself. Long full breath here. And we'll move sane. Inhale, reach up. Use any modifications you want. Keep it simple. Exhale, fold forward. Follow your breath. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. High or low push-up or no push-ups. You do what you do. Breathe in. Back bend or no back bend, but breath in for sure. Breath all the way out. Wait till you're empty when you are. Then look forward and walk around. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Feel your hands pressing down and forward, outer hips lifting up and back. Look forward, walk or top of the mat. Hands to your shins. Draw your shoulder blades toward your hips, your heart forward. And then exhale, bow. Drive your feet down, inhale, reach up. Pull your inner ankle bones back, lift the pinky and ring fingertips. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway. 
hands up toward the top of your shins, inner ankle bone, back heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, breathe out. Feel the floor under your hands, upward facing dog or not, but you're pressing the hands down, feel the mat. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Pause here or child's pose, breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Press your feet down, pull your heart forward, abdominals up. Then exhale, lengthen down your legs. Good. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. I'm trying to go with you on this one. Breathe out, pull the right elbow down, pull the right side body short. Stay here, right elbow's working down, left arm is reaching up. And then back to center, both arms float up. You're centered, feet spread wide into the floor. Exhale, left arm pulls down, left side body pulls short. And breathe in, reach up through the right. Then bring that back to equilibrium. Center, both arms reach up. Exhale, right arm under for eagle arms. Just the arms. Elbow points lift up. Adjust your head so you're looking straight ahead, eye level. Breath in. Breath out. Soften any finger gripping that's going on. On an inhale. We're going to not be dramatic, but we're going to open the arms down out to the sides and up and around. Then exhale, left arm down and around. Inhale, lift the elbow points. Exhale, ground your feet. Heels down, back of your head up. Breath here. Draw your navel center towards your spine as you empty. We're going to inhale and again, without, without any drama, but big circle up and wide. And then exhale, right arm down, both arms uh, come straight here. Squeeze the shoulder blades together in towards the midline. Take your right foot back to a toe. Right, you're just going to hover the right foot off the floor. Tighten every limb. Lift up. And then as we exhale, hands to heart center, foot to the mat, feel your footprint, feel the palms press. Then inhale, reach your arms up. Exhale, left arm down. With the inhale, first the shoulder blades, the squeeze in. Bring your head back to level. And then left toes back, hover, squeeze all four limbs, all of them. Lift of your chest. And then hands to heart center. Get the foot on the mat. With your inhale, reach up mountain pose. And exhale, we'll bow forward.
Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe out, press the floor. Feel the texture, the temperature, the mat under your hands. Make, make palm prints in it. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. You inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. Three-legged dog, press your hands down and forward. Send the center of your heel up and back. That line from hands to heel, breath in. And breathe out, bend the knee. And then inhale, reach the center of your heel over toward the sidewall, the obvious one, or to your neighbor beside you without, a, without kicking them. And breath in. When you breathe out, come to center. Bring your right shin bone down to the mat. And spin the back foot flat. Left arm up and around into a kneeling side bend. Press your right hand down. Press the back foot down. And reach long. Back to center. Left hand down, step back, down dog. Child's pose, if you prefer, breath in, down dog, reach through your hands, send your outer hips up and back. Then left leg up and back behind. Bend your knee, the heel of the foot over toward the sidewalk. Good. Knee way up. And then back through center. Knee into your chest. Lay it down and center on your mat. Spin the back foot flat. Right arm's going to circle around into kneeling side bend. Press into the three points you've got on the floor. Have one contiguous line from the back heel through the glute muscle there. So from heel to bum cheek to right shoulder blade. And so one thing going on is lift up at the engagement of back of the leg, back of the hip, right side of the upper back. Breath in, reach long. Breath out, right hand down. Step back, down dog or child's pose. And we're gonna inhale forward to a high plank. Could be a high plank on your toes. Could be a high plank on your knees. Could be a high plank on your forearms. And then you choose. And what we're gonna do from this high plank, in any, in any flavor you got, we're gonna step the right foot up to the top of the mat, lizard. Back knee down, hands can be on the floor, elbows can be on the floor. No joke, plank to lunge is not fair. The teacher should not have dropped that on you. All the things, and yet we're here. Let me just breathe. That was like super Navy SEALs crawling drill. But uh, breathe.
On an inhale, we're going to come up to our hands. If you're not already, draw your heart forward a little bit like it was up dog, chest up, and then shift back hands and knees to down dog. Just take your time. Extricate yourself from that how you need to. And then again, forward to a high plank. And putting your knees down could be a really good choice. Putting your elbows down, well, it's a questionable choice, but it's a choice. Uh, then left foot steps up, and we're in lizard. And uh, if you didn't have your elbows down before, you could bring them down now. And breathe. And if you're really unhappy about it, make a little lizard face. And then you let that go and consider your facial muscles stretched. Locate your breath. One more, just steady, even, ujjayi. Out to the hands. You press into the hands, draw your heart forward. So you're uh, engaging through the core to get left leg back and step back to down dog. Pause, breathe. Feel around the hip crease. Right? So there's different sensation around the hip crease for lizards than there is for usual lunges. And look through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated. And down to your back. You have a strap somewhere around you, just bring that with you. First, we're gonna come into a bridge where you go ahead and let the whole thing arrive. So. Uh, arms by your sides for this one or arms underneath you as you like it. And the hips as high as they go. So really working into the back bend and, and working some shoulder blade mobility if that is uh, indeed something that doesn't hurt. Right? Start walking the shoulder blades in, start getting them through the center of the back, let them squeeze in. Like they were hugging that block in the beginning. Right? Same action. Different lineup. Breath in. Press your heels down. Center of the heel works the floor. And then slowly release down. Supta Baddha Konasana. Soles of your feet together. Knees out to the sides. Go ahead and take your hands to the thigh muscle. Just the top of the quadricep. Right where the hip crease is. Just going to gently press that out. And draw your abdominals in. Breathe in and out. So you're just uh, by drawing the abdominals in and kind of pressing the quads away, just made a little space around the hip crease. Note any sensations you pick up on. And on an inhale, we're gonna bring knees back towards center. Feet flat to the floor. With your strap, you can catch your right foot. For a little 
supine leg raise stuff. So left foot can stay on the floor or you work your left leg out long. That's up to you. If you want to take a little uh, warming of the foot back and forth, feels just nice to give yourself a little massage there. Stay with that as long as you like. And then when you are ready for a little hamstring action, find the center of the foot and just apply some even pressure on the strap. So never be said too much. See if you can get your arm bones on the floor and just have enough traction on the strap that you're not having to do too much work pulling. You just like put yourself in, in good traction and straighten your knee. So particularly if, if your knee won't straighten in other folds and for a lot of the folds we do, that's true for all of us, right? We should just cushion our, our folds when we're standing. Here, no need. You just go with a straight leg, but it may mean the leg is a little further away from your chest. That's totally fine. In this particular case, right? In the like ragdoll, we bend our knees a lot. We try to put chest and thigh together. And this is the opposite. So it's a forward fold with straight leg. Whatever degree your leg and your chest make is irrelevant. Breath in. And breath out. You can stay with the strap just as it is. Turn your heel in, toes out, and get a lot from that. Or a little fancier, thread the straps behind the leg so that then you take the straps in your left hand. That can help you pull the left or the heel in toward the left and rotate the toes out toward the right. And then with the strap looped around the heel, you draw the leg gently across. Right hip stays heavy. Again, if there's like too much fanciness on the strap, uh, feel free to go back to how, how it was. And then slowly undo that. We'll release the leg, sole of the right foot to the mat and just pause. Feel the right leg and the energy moving through it. Just pause as best you can. Nothing needs to happen. And then the left leg up. And now you can arrange the strap on the left side, go a little foot massage. Stay with that as, as long as it's making you happy. Oh, good yawn. That, that was like the, the best compliment ever. And uh, take the strap midfoot and just as much as you can create good traction. So you've got plenty of kind of stretch in the leg, but you're not having to do too much with your arms. So we're just trying to stay really peaceful and relaxed in muscles of communication and expression. That's not your beer. It's not your beer. Mm -hmm. 
Gretchen has a nice pint glass for her water and Gibbs thought that it was, it was his. That's not your beer is a, uh, is a uh, really tried and true meditation philosophy that uh, your yoga teacher has come up with that like, you know, when an errant thought comes in that like, it just is not your thought. Like it's a, like it's a negative thought or a, a thought that was created by some social, you know, kind of constraint or some expectation. I think of it as like when you pick up someone's beer and you accidentally take a sip of their beer and you're like, ah, it's not my beer. So like, you know, when you're sitting meditating and that unwanted thought comes in, you just, uh, you know, I mean, other schools of meditation tell you to do things like, you know, clip butterfly wings to it, let it fly away. I'm going to tell you to say, that's not my beer. <laughs> But that's what you get here. <laughs> Bring your uh, strap around your heel if you like that sort of thing. Draw the heel in, toes out, and then uh, leg across. Keep the left hip well grounded, legs moving across the body, but uh, just enough to feel those outer hip muscles that don't get a lot of attention. slow dissolve of that undo it just as essential as you can be in this moment take the sole of the left foot to the floor a little extra as possible and just feel the sole of the left foot meets the mat feel the leg itself what's going on what you know, do you notice about the circulation or temperature there's lots going on right always breath in as you breathe out, bring your knees in onto your chest and have any finishing postures or stretches that your body really desires at this moment. Or if what it desires is a movement towards Shavasana, go for that. As you lay yourself out, a few of those breaths that are just in through your nose and out through your mouth just really nice releasing relaxing breaths they don't have to be sighs but they could be and as we make our way into shavasana i'm going to pick up where we left off so that i leave you with some uh, inspiration beyond beer although i think that's a perfect inspiration yeah. Next chapter is called Look Inward. 
The sound of water churning in the distance is audible. I feel a breeze of what might be warm air, though it's difficult to tell since my arm hair senses the movement as cooling. Two birds are singing, and with my eyes closed, I'm placing them approximately 50 paces behind me, to my right. Now a smaller bird, or at least one with a smaller and higher pitched chirp, enters the soundscape behind me, to the left. From the rhythmic interplay, it seems clear the birds are not in conversation. Each sings its own song. I notice the sound of a passing vehicle and in the distance, children's voices. A blur of rhythmic music arrives from the far left. There is an itch on the left side of my face, just in front of my ear. A vehicle with a larger, heavier sound passes and a bit of jazz music makes an appearance much closer to my own position. Only now do I realize I turned it on earlier at a quiet volume and it has been inaudible until this moment. Then someone arrives, I open my eyes and it all goes away. It's common to believe that life is a series of external experiences and that we must live an outwardly extraordinary life in order to have something to share. The experience of our inner world is often completely overlooked. If we focus on what's going on inside ourselves, sensations, emotions, the pattern of our thoughts, a wealth of material can be found. Your inner world is every bit as interesting, beautiful, and surprising as nature itself. It is, after all, born of nature. When we go inside, we are processing what's going on outside. We're no longer separate. We're connected. We are one. When you're ready to move again, you start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. Make our way to seated. That seated, a big shoulder shrug. Let your breath out through your mouth and pause. 
And we'll bring our hands together at heart center, bringing heart to thumbs, let it lift. Thumbs to forehead center, drawing of heart to mind. Heart and mind, body and breath. We join together, we offer one another namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.